Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. We are on episode 16. You guys, I don't know. This feels like it's flying by so fast. I've been really enjoying this podcast journey and can't believe we're on episode 16 already. So bless you for listening to me, Namoron, every week. <laughs> uh, this week, we are going to be talking about elevating your image. So how to up-level your image or your style. Now, for those of you that want to capture a personal style for yourself, just a heads up that my online program teaching you how to create a personal style that you absolutely love is going to be opening for registration next week. Now, this is a big one because typically I only offer this program twice a year, once in the winter and the other spring. And I've had so many people request to bring it back around for the fall season. And I don't know if any of you are like me, but I am a fall fashion junkie. And why not dive into a little bit more personal style around the fall season? So if you are interested in this program, it is one where I'm going to be walking you through your own transformation process because all of us come into style at different places. This is a nine week program where you and I are going to hang out. You're going to have access to me to ask me questions about your style. We're going to walk through different aspects of style, how to tweak what you're doing already and really up-level your image so that you feel so good about what you're looking at in the mirror and so that you can confidently and fearlessly step into a style that makes you feel so very good. Now, this is such an affordable way to have access to me as well, because again, if you have questions as we go through your closet or you're shopping for yourself, or if you're looking at your body type or whatever, this is an opportunity for you to have me help you through this process. So like I said, it's nine weeks it's going to be so much fun and the doors will open for it next week. So mid-September back to school time. <laughs> and I would love to have you guys join me when that time comes. So I'm going to leave the link for that program down in the show notes. You guys can look and have a read, see if it's the right fit for you. And of course you can jump on my newsletter from there and be first to be notified when that baby launches in a week's time from now. All right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes on how to up-level your image because this is something that I get asked all the time. Christy, you know, I love, you know, what I'm doing already, but I want to tweak things. Like, how do I step it up a notch? How do I make my image really start to get some traction here and make it look a little bit more expensive and just elevated overall? So I'm going to dive into some of my top five tips on how you might be able to navigate this territory and create an up-leveled image for yourself. So the first one that I think a lot of people overlook is fabrics. Now, fabrics really play a massive role when up-leveling your image. Massive. So ideally, you want to select fabrics that are not only high in quality, but also complement your body shape. And some of you may be thinking like, what are you talking about fabrics that complement my body shape? 
<laughs> and this is something that we cover in my program. However, if you think of draping flowing fabrics like silk, satin, something that has a high drape and high movement, those types of fabrics, for example, work really, really well on women with curve. So if you have maybe an A body type or a triangle, right? Maybe you have a little bit of a fuller bust. Maybe you're a plus size beauty, whatever the curve may be on your shape. Fabrics that have some movement really cascade down the body so beautifully. They really follow the lines of the body and don't compete because sometimes, and I'm sure you guys can probably relate, if any of you have a larger bust, let's say for example, and you pull on a cable knit sweater, right? Because I love a good chunky sweater like in the fall or winter time. And then you look in the mirror after you put this sweater on and you're looking at yourself and you're thinking, oh my God, what has happened to my boobs? Like they look kind of square and lumpy looking and like your breasts might look overly exaggerated. And something about this chunky cable knit just doesn't look like it suits you. You always feel like it's enhancing your bust, which is not a bad thing if that's what you want. But a lot of women, if they have curve in that area, really feel like the chunky, you know, stiffer like wool or cable knit sweaters doesn't do them any favors. And that has a lot to do with just the fabric itself. It doesn't have as much movement and therefore it does not ebb over the curves and lines of the body as nicely as if you were to get like a nice, uh, fine, like Merino wool or cashmere or something that was a little bit more fine and delicate. So it could fall again over the curves of the body really beautifully. So complementing your shape in that way makes such a huge difference. And this is why you see a lot of curved beauties on the red carpet, plus size or not in also beautiful flowing fabrics, just because it complements the body really well and flowing fabrics too. I think they have a bit of a luxe kind of look to them in my opinion. Now, the other twist with fabric too, is that you also want to choose a higher grade fabric because not only does that look more expensive because the quality is better, but there's also a metaphysical aspect to it that helps you kind of elevate your energy. And this is why I love purchasing from small mom and pop brands or even designer brands, just because the quality is better. And when the quality is better, you do shift into a higher vibration because you are investing a little bit more in yourself. And the quality overall just makes you feel a little bit more luxe. Let's face it. So you can really, really see it. Someone that's wearing a really gorgeous, you know, super 120 wool, which is a type of fabric you can have a suit made, for example. Um, or if they're making like or wearing, sorry, a gorgeous silk, like the look is more elevated and that's just because it's a better quality. It's a better grade and the energy is different and makes the individual stand in their energy more confidently because of the better grade of fabric. Now, the second one, the second tip to up leveling your image is to pay attention to fit. And this may seem like a no brainer, but this is actually something that a lot of people nowadays skip over, which blows my mind. And this is something honest to God that drives me freaking bananas, like absolutely insane because a lot of these like style hacks that I see, which some of them honestly are genius, but some of the style hacks that I see out there are just so tacky. Like my God, they're so tacky. One of the hacks that I've seen recently to make your jeans fit better is you take the buttonhole and loop it through your belt hole, and then you clasp your denim. So it helps cinch in the waist a little bit more, right? But like, 
what are we talking about here? Like that alone drives me so crazy. Like are like what we are too cheap to spend the $20 to alter your clothing so that your jeans fit properly. Or we don't care about ourselves enough that we can't spend the extra $20 or the extra time to get a pair of jeans that fits better. Like, no, we don't button your hole through the belt loop because what ends up happening, like sure it looks great in like a cute little video really quickly, but oftentimes it creates a pleat or a crease in the jean, jean sorry either at your backside, which is really uncomplimentary, or it makes a funny like pull in the denim or the trouser, whatever you're doing this with in the front of the pants. So instantly it cheapens the look. And I mean, if you're in a pinch for whatever reason, and you really need to do that hack, fine, fair, but honestly, it's so much better to spend the 20 bucks. And if that's at a max to cost or like to cinch in the waist at something, but it's so much easier to spend the money, get the alteration and have your clothing fit properly so that it looks more elevated as well. So if you're looking at a hack like that, I'm a big believer in no, no, let's, let's invest a little further and do the alteration and make the clothing fit really well. Now, the reason I'm such a big advocate for this is because when you get something that fits your body well, you look more expensive, period, end of story. Your outfit instantly looks way more elevated, right? And why? It's because it looks like you're wearing something custom for your body. And when you're wearing something that fits you just right, you really still stand out. And I tell women all the time, if you are not willing to alter a piece of clothing to make it fit you well, then why on earth are you buying that garment? You know, a lot of women justify purchases saying, oh, it's only $20. How could I not? Or if they're thrifting, they're like, oh my God, it was only $2. How could I not buy that? Well, the reason is because if it's going to make you say horrible things to yourself in the mirror, because you don't actually like the fit, and then you're not going to do anything with it to tweak that piece and make it fit you well, then it doesn't matter whether it's $2, $20, $200, whatever it is that you may be investing in your clothing, it's not worth it. It cheapens your image and will take away from your positive self-talk when you look in the mirror, right? So if you score something at $2, is the quality amazing? No, then why are you buying it, right? Sometimes a $2 shirt, I hate to say it looks like a $2 shirt because the fit's off, right? Or the quality's off. But if you get something that fits you like a glove, now we're talking. Now you can get something at any price point, really. And when the fit just really nails it for your shape, oh my God, you could take a $5 t-shirt and it will instantly look like it's $5,000 or whatever. You get the my drift, <laughs> right? But it really takes your image up a notch. And this is why, again, celebrities on the red carpet look so good, including the guys, because things are custom done for them. They're altered properly. They've really nailed the fit and it makes an outfit look so much more expensive because of that. And again, the, the more important reason behind this that I really stress to women all the time is that fit really does something to your body image and your self talk. And I always want you guys to be able to flip that to something positive. Because if you ever have worn something that fits you well, right? Like let's say you're wearing a shirt that just slightly hugs in your waistline the way that you like, or maybe you're wearing a pant that's just so fabulous and really hugs the curves of your bum or your thighs or your legs or whatever in a way that you just love when you look in the mirror, what happens? You know you're gonna strut during the day. You're gonna smile more. You're gonna feel more confident. Fit is worth it. And the biggest thing that I see women do all the time in terms of fit is skip on this with blazers, especially because they tell themselves, oh, well, I don't need to do it up. And therefore they size down and you can tell. 
And this is something I tell women to be very cautious of it. Even if you're not someone that's going to do up a blazer, let's say, for example, because blazers are such a must have in the wardrobe, you should be able to just to make sure you've got the right fit. And when you don't, you can tell because the arms of the blazer are tight. They kind of bunch up, you know, the, the arm comes out further than the shoulder pad or the end of the blazer. And you can tell because they also can't move properly, right? It just looks tight across the back. And this is when women tell me, well, I can't find any clothing that's comfortable. And it's because they probably don't have the right size, right? Or they're getting something stretchy, but again, it's a little bit too snug. So it still ends up feeling a little bit more uncomfortable. So that's something to really be wary of. Now, I'm not saying this to put down any women that do that because it's, it is super, super common because the reason women do this, especially with blazers is because when the blazer is open, they like how the blazer looks at the side. It looks like it's more tailored when they go a size down, right? So if that's you, if that's the case, what I say is to get a blazer that has a better fit. So put the one back if you don't like how it looks when it's sitting open um, at the right size because it doesn't have the tailoring you want. Or again, take it for alterations and have your seamstress, your dressmaker, your tailor, whoever it is, alter the blazer again at the sides because that is so inexpensive to do. Honestly, women, or women, ladies, sorry. <laughs> It will cost you $15, $20 to put a princess seam in there or take the sides in at the blazer so that it really hugs your figure so beautiful. And again, because it fits you like a glove, because you're going to like how it looks when you look in the mirror, you're going to want to wear that piece twice as much. So again, we're talking about a better bang for your buck overall and something you're going to get a lot of love and use out of. And again, your positive self-talk and body image is going to increase as a result, which is the overall goal that we want with your style. Now, the third aspect to elevating your image is to get yourself some classics. Now, you've heard about the wardrobe basics, you know, the timeless cuts, and those are incredibly important. Wardrobe basics are the foundational pieces in any wardrobe, right? If you look at any given outfit on Pinterest, on YouTube, anywhere, you're really going to see at least a single wardrobe basic within any given outfit that you're looking at. Always, always, always. Now, where I like to extrapolate this further is rather than focusing on like the basic tee as a classic, I think it's great to focus on business casual basics. Now, hear me out because I know some of you are thinking, oh my God, like I don't need business casual stuff. I'm just at home. I'm working at my computer. Like maybe my office environment's not that dressy. Okay, that's totally fine. But what I'm talking about with business casual basics are the heroes that you can integrate in your closet and dress them up and down to really finesse what you're working with. So as an example, I love trousers as an example, or even wide leg pants. They are so elegant, so chic. They instantly make an outfit look more elevated. Any of my curvy girls out there as well, honestly, like wide leg pants on a curved hip line. Oh my God, they look so good. <laughs> but they're a timeless elevated wardrobe basic and business casual basic. And I don't care if you want to dress that up with a cami, some jewelry and a cute clutch to go out for drinks, or if you want to rock it with, you know, let's say a graphic tee, a leather jacket and some sneakers, this is a timeless effortless piece that's instantly going to take some of your other, you know, wardrobe items that you may have. They're, it's going to help them look more elevated. It's going to look more expensive. They're going to look a little bit more fun. And bonus, if you can do some of those classics in a shot of color, oh my God, even better. They look so good. So for example, I could get 
uh, a flare pant, which I think looks great on just about every single body type. And if I got that flare pant, let's say in a shot of red, for example, or white, or maybe a cobalt blue, I'm taking that classic and I'm adding a twist with color. And instantly it's going to take that outfit up a notch because now I've added that dose of color, which makes it look a little bit more exciting. You know, color has a youthful aspect to it as well. It can be bold depending on the color that you pick. And now you've added an interesting element to a classic. So even if you are, you know, wearing other classic pieces within an outfit, that shot of color is instantly going to make the outfit a little bit more edgy a little bit more interesting. And again, it's just a twist on your everyday. So I think some of those business casual basics, again, like a blazer, let's say blouses, heels, a good bag, all of that stuff is worthy of investing in, or at least having in your closet, because again, it's going to take things to another level. Now, another tip for elevating your image is to pay attention to footwear. Now, I know a lot of you switch it up anyway. Like we have our sneakers, heels, maybe a kitten heel, a mule, a slide. You know, there's so many different types of footwear out there. And I love it because footwear alone can instantly change up your look. But the thing to pay attention to here is to make sure that your footwear doesn't look ultra grubby. <laughs> right? And any of you that are in the Northern hemisphere will know, especially when we come upon slushy winter time, you know, our footwear takes a major beating between like the salt, the snow, all that kind of stuff. And our footwear can really take some wear and tear. So it is a good thing to be mindful of, to give your footwear some TLC, because this is something that often goes overlooked, but it's something that really enhances your image. If you really take care of your footwear. Now, one way that I've made myself more mindful of this is to invest in my shoes or just get the best quality that you can afford. Because not only does this make you feel a little bit more special, or this is how I feel when I'm wearing an investment shoe, but when I've spent some money on it, when I've invested in it for me, I also take better care of it. I'm more mindful about, you know, taking the time to condition the leather or to just at least clean off the shoes or wipe them down or, you know, not scuff them to death. <laughs> right? Whereas, you know, my Roxy flip-flops that I have, for example, you know, they were, I don't know, I think they were 20 bucks and I just use them if I'm like at the beach or if I'm like gardening or something in the backyard, but you know, those get tossed around. They've been through the ringer, you know, my dogs chewed on them, right? I really don't pay attention to them. Um, but the things again, that I get behind and I invest a little bit more, get some major, major TLC for me. And this is actually a question I've had from a lot of you on YouTube is so many of you have said, you know, how do you keep your footwear looking so nice? Like they always look like they're brand new. And again, the trick for me is that I've invested to get the best quality. I can afford when I find some footwear that I love. I make sure that I can at least style it three ways. But for me, again, it's that investment. It's the feeling a little bit up leveled because I, I bought something special for myself and I'm so mindful of it when I'm wearing them as a result and then take care of it, which helps keep my image up leveled as a result. Now, another tip to elevating your image is confidence. Now, some people may roll their eyes at this, like, ugh, like I've heard that before, but honestly, own it. No shame, no fear. This is just about a willingness to embrace who you are. And I think a lot of women don't put enough credit behind this. And, you know, we, 
you know, we work up to our confidence, right? It's not something that you have overnight when it comes to your style. It comes through the process of experimenting, of exploring your style, of exploring what you love, of getting in tune with how your clothing makes you feel when you wear it, really, because really it's about how your clothing makes you feel. So an example of this that I thought was really powerful the other day, or actually it was a couple weeks ago now, but I was out for a morning walk with my hubby and our dog, and I saw this woman rollerblade by the both of us, who was probably around in her late 60s, I would guess. And she was rollerblading by just in a like a casual look, obviously, because she's working out. And she had this short pixie haircut, and she had this bright blue and pink hair. And then she had this beautiful, vibrant exercise, quirky, like bright, vibrant blue outfit to match her hair. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe her rollerblades were also quite vibrant as well. And anyway, she was incredibly striking as she like scanned by my husband and I. She was beaming from ear to ear. Like she was currently feeling like her workout and the beautiful sunshine and all those lovely things. And as she passed us, I thought damn, like I want to be her when I grow up. Like it was just one of those powerful moments where I just thought like what ownership in her style, because I know that there are some women out there that would look at that and maybe be a little bit fearful about having colored hair or maybe worried that some people are going to say, oh, you know, it's quote unquote, not age appropriate, or that's not elegant, or that's not classy, you know, whatever. Cause there are people that, you know, think those things, which is fine. Fair enough. But what was important was that she had ownership of it. She felt fabulous. You could tell and just she was exuding that energy. Like it was just seeping out of her pores. So her confidence and ownership is what made her image next level, even in that very, very casual setting where she was working out. And it made such an impression on me. And I just thought, wow, she's so damn cool. Like, I want to be her. Like, that's awesome. And it brought me back to when I had my hair that was silver. For those of you that have been journeying with me for a while, you know, my hair was silver for a period of time and I absolutely loved it. It was one of those happy accidents while I was in the hair salon because at the time I actually wanted my hair white. And I just remember that my having something so different felt very nerve wracking at first. And I remember when my stylist, you know, showed me my hair in the mirror and I thought, oh, oh my God, like, can I be this badass? Like, can I be the girl that has silver hair? Like, can I, can I pull this off? You know, it was something I was really worried about. And, you know, I remember when I left the salon that day, like I was kind of excited, but I was so nervous, but I was still more excited than nervous. And I was just very aware of my hair when I walked around for probably the first week or so. And, you know, the more I wore it, the more I got compliments on it, some good, some bad, but it really allowed me to just step into a screw it. I don't care what anyone else thinks mentality. And it was really something that struck a chord with me. And I ended up keeping that hairstyle for, I think, almost two years, my silver hair. And I absolutely loved it. It really helped me just take ownership of like, this is what I want. This is what makes me happy. No, it does not matter if you don't think that. And I'm saying this loosely because if you're in a conservative business environment, of course, you need to be worried about whether you're doing things like that. But overall, with your personal style and how I felt with that in that moment, I was rocking it. I felt confident. I felt happy. I felt like a badass. And that was what resonated with me at the time. And that helped me up level my image because your confidence, that ownership really comes from that next level woman, that next level place. And that really helped me transform with my personal style, I truly believe. Um, 
And I, yeah, I just, I loved it. That time period was just so awesome with my hair. I'm back to my like traditional golden blonde now, but I really look back on that fondly just because it's, it really requires a level of confidence and ownership. And again, I say that because some people tell me, well, I'm not as confident as you. I can't necessarily do that. And yes, you can. It's not an overnight transformation. This is the mistake I think a lot of women have in their mind and thinking that like, oh, if you're not confident in this moment, therefore you will never be confident. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Confidence is built over time by allowing yourself to step into the things that you love to, you know, see that, you know, the negative things, the negative stories that we tell ourselves in our mind aren't actually true. They're not actually going to happen, but our mind tells us these stories in order to keep us safe, right? To protect us in a way but in some realms, it can keep us playing small. So again, do little things for yourself that maybe make you feel uncomfortable, but also produce a little bit of excitement for you. And the more you allow yourself to step into that energy, the more your confidence is going to grow. So I hope you found this helpful with elevating your image. Remember, if you want to work on your personal style and you want my help and you want to step step into your next level woman, my online personal style program is going to be opening up next week for registration. If you want any help with your body type in the meantime, if you just want more help with the fit, because we talked about that a little bit more at length, I do have an online program that's super affordable on how to find and style your body type. It's also super, super detailed. I'll leave that link down in the show notes for you guys as well in case you're interested. But other than that, I'm sending you all the love and I'll catch you again in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back and I'll see you in the next episode.